This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Back row and chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on Fubar Radio. Good afternoon, people. We are back. It's Friday. And I'm afraid Noel, sad news, Noel is still in Canada. He's still at the Toronto Film Festival. But as a fill-in today, I've got my good friend Jack Binstead. He's here in the studio with me. Say hi, Jack. Hello, how you doing? And people might recognise you from a very well-known TV series and, and a movie. Uh, so just tell tell the folks at home a bit about you, Jack. Okay, so um, I'm known for playing Remdog in Bad Education, uh, the series, and then the film. That's what I'm mostly known for, yeah. The Bad Education. The Bad Education. Well, you're a, f- a fellow actor mate of mine. Yes. Um, yeah, we met we met earlier this year. Last year? This year? Last uh, year? This year. This year. This year. This year. Where are we? We're in September now, aren't we? I don't know. It was March yesterday, wasn't it? I know. It's scary. It's going to be Christmas next week. I met you in May around about May okay, we yeah. were just doing some filming we got together and then we uh, we made lots of comedy sketches online we've as done well. a fair so, few haven't we um, yeah if you want to check out Jack Vincent and us online find our Facebooks but good to have you on the show thank you so much for filling in you're more than welcome what a laugh and it's going to be an exciting show we have got a lot of cool guests on today it's a busy show it's very busy we've got D-Dark coming in uh, in the next half an hour we've got Doc Brown we've got Teresa Icoco and Michael Landis who is in a brand new Sky TV show at the moment called Hooter and the Lady, which I am, um, I'm so excited for. I've heard about that. It starts well. You'll see it plastered everywhere. Sky yeah. doing a big. Uh, yeah, no, I've seen that. And yeah. um, super excited about that. Uh, he was also in. I'll tell you where. You'll know where he's from. You Go know on. the original Superman TV series in the 90s. No. The, the, the Lois Lane and Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. He played Jimmy in that. You know, like no, the, really? the main little guy, yeah. And I'm like, oh, he's all grown up now, and he's rather dashingly sure. handsome. And he's, uh, <laughs> he's bagged himself a lead in the new Sky series. So that's ridiculous. Super cool to talk to him and see what's going on uh, on the American side of Hollywood at the moment. Joe. Yeah, and we've also got uh, we've got Lucy coming back in to do more film reviews. We're going to let you know what is coming out in the cinema this week and over the next week. Got some film reviews, movie quizzes. So stay tuned and. Do not feel scared to get in contact with us at Fubar Radio. You can go to the Twitter. We've got a Twitter at Fubar Radio. Or you can email us in at chill at fubarradio.com and email us. Just tell us what you're up to tonight, your weekend, what you fancy seeing. It's raining at the moment. It's awful, isn't it? I could not believe it. I woke up this morning, saw rain. It's been hot for the last, like, month. It's been (laughs) a heat wave. And then now it's... It's raining, but I actually quite like a little bit of rain after it, after all that heat and all that such sweat. such a good chill. And I think it's perfect because I'm going to the cinema tonight myself. Are you really? That's what I'm doing oh, with my Friday. I'm, I'm going to see Bridget Jones' baby. Got to be done. And I've seen, I have seen it already. This oh, is the right. set, my second attempt. I, I saw How the, have you I, seen it already? I went to the premiere. Like, of course you did. A week or two ago. Of course you did. Um, but it was so funny. I was like, I'm going to get some mates and I'm going to go again because it was a total pick-me-up. So... I'm quite happy that it's raining because then I'm not missing anything really. I have a slightly more crazy night. What are you doing? Well, I do wish I was actually going to see that this evening. <laughs> I'm doing? doing some promo work in a club, so I've got oh, to okay. show my face. Well, I'll be sitting in a nice cozy cinema, stuff in my face with yeah. popcorn, and I'll be sitting in a bar, stuff in my face with <laughs> drinks. <laughs> And the ladies. The ladies. <laughs> My wheelchair power. Which is cool. So, yeah, we've got loads of uh, loads of stuff going on and, and whatnot. I'm really excited about the guests that we've got on today. Definitely. And what films have you been... Have you seen any films recently? Talking about films? Yes. I'll tell you what I just saw. I just saw uh, the new psychological thriller, Don't Breathe. 
Isn't that a horror? Horror, psychological. It, I thought it was a horror going into it, but really it's a lot more sort of a, a thriller. Okay, could you just... Because um, I, don't, I, I don't do horror films, so I don't even no. look at the trailers. If you could just uh, tell uh, the folks out there, within sort of 10 seconds, roughly sure. what the film's about. So the film is about a blind man who has his house broken into yeah. by three robbers <gasps> and okay. it turns out he has pretty special hearing and knows exactly where they are dun, dun, dun. no okay so <laughs> i'm just fucking around with the thing <laughs> okay well that did actually make me feel pretty chilled okay that so- scared me and i've already seen it like. <laughs> <laughs> you just scared yourself well i mean no okay cool amazing yeah well i've seen Bridget Jones, we're talking of scary movies. What is out today is the new Blair Witch, mm. which we have spoken about previously. Yes. But um, I've, I've seen that. I went to a screening last week. What did you think? I really enjoyed it. And really? I wanted not to because I don't really enjoy I love thrillers and psych- things that make you jump and stuff, but I don't like horror proper horror See, I, stuff. I, I enjoy horror. I love every aspect of horror, oh, but I just wasn't a fan of the first film. Right. And so going into the second film, I'm just a little bit... Uh, no. I'm like, I, I want to watch it because I just have to go see it anyway, but I, I know I'm a bit... The only reason why I managed to stay so glued to it, despite the horrorness and the, it yeah. absolutely messes with your mind, is the fact that they've really updated it. It's like 20 years later mm. from the original story, and the original one was just a handheld camera in the woods. It cost like something like $30,000 to make and made millions. This one has got money in it. And okay. they've updated it because nowadays, think of the technology that we've got. We've got cameras on every single phone that anyone has. Sure. You've got cameras probably like on your watch, on your shoes, like whatever. There's cameras. <laughs> on your <laughs> shoes. There probably is a pair of shoes that has a camera in them, I'm just um, saying. Probably yeah. somewhere in the world. Jay-Z probably owns them or... But they've got things like drones now, webcams. Like So yeah, these, so. these kids, they go off into the Blair Witch Forest looking for the original girl. Do you not reckon that it takes the edge away from the film because of the first film only had handheld cameras? It was that sort of like, you know... Oh. Well, this is all, it's all, um, you know, it's all vlogging cameras and it's, it switches right. between the vlogging, the webcam, the drone. So it's... Yeah, and I can imagine that's pretty scary. I found yeah. it really good. Although my only, um, if I was going to critique it, I don't think it should be called Blair Witch. I think it should be called People Screaming People's Names in the Woods because <laughs> literally the entire film is, is just that, like... Is, is that not Ashley! nearly? Is that not nearly every horror film anyway? Possibly. That would really confuse. Oh, which one of the two thousand seven hundred films did you just quote in one go? Then? You know, like, I think writers they really need to think long and hard about what they call characters in horror films because they will have that name scream. Like if you look at it, a lot of them end with like an open mouth, like an it's like Peter, Sarah. <laughs> it wouldn't have the same effect if you were like Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, something with a mouth closed doesn't work. Jonathan. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> You just go in the forest go, Jack. Jack, Jack. <laughs> yeah, so all like really hard to pronounce names. I would like to make a horror movie with open, like closed mouth names Only. and really hard to pronounce foreign names. <laughs> like what? I'm trying to think of a really hard to pronounce foreign name um, without being racist. Jesus. 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 Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But no, excited. So I actually, I gave Blair Witch a massive thumbs up, and I gave Bridget Jones's baby a massive thumbs up. So I'm excited about that. Well, we're uh, we're going to get our first guest in in a moment. It's Teresa Icoco. She is going to tell us all about her show, Girls, at the Soho Theatre. I'm loving the Soho Theatre at the moment. 
I think Jack just oh burned his God, mouth. I just took <laughs> my coffee and I burned my mouth. Totally. <laughs> that was so hot. Great. It's okay. You can recover. Just like, some water. No, I'm all right. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna have my tongue out for the rest <laughs> of, the, <laughs> of the show. <laughs> Great start, Jack, to your premier radio debut. Blisters on my Burning your mouth. (laughs) Amazing. But Therese's going to be in the studio. She's going to tell us all about her show. I'm super excited. Have you ever done theatre, Jack? I have, actually. I've done it once, last year. What did you do? I was on tour for uh, three months doing... It was more of an educational theatre tour, so I was in schools. Right, okay. Still theatre. Yeah, yeah, and it was um, based around the lives of two people in wheelchairs uh, who are bullied and it's their you know, their journey to try and show the world that they are no different from anybody else you know that they they need a wheelchair of course they do but they're not made any different they're still humans they're still you know like yeah. everybody else and so that was and it's sort of to teach kids in schools you know that's a really judgmental place can be is in school mm-hmm. that you know your, your peers are your peers it doesn't matter whether they're walking or not because quite a lot of people were in had disabilities so it was okay. nice to yeah. sort of get that message across well, yeah, okay. Cause, but well, people on the radio, if you don't know about Jack, but Jack, he uh, rolls around life in a chair. Yeah, yeah. I don't actually need it. I just like free parking, but I do have a wheelchair, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you totally wins the system, don't you? You yeah. can walk, you can walk. I don't, yeah, it's just laziness. But actually, that's how me and you bonded, because I'm, I'm a little bit disabled too. With, yeah, um, I forget that every time. I wear hearing aids, so we kind of bonded overall. Uh, I'm getting I'm getting pretty deaf myself. <laughs> give me give me a year and I'll be, like, tone deaf. You can borrow mine. Mine aids anytime, <laughs> mate, anytime. Sharing in. Right, okay, we're going to go to a song now, and we're going to go and welcome Therese in the studio, and we're going to hear all about the theatre, what's Woo-hoo. going on at the moment. So the song I've chosen at the moment, because we always go for movie-themed songs. Of course. Have you ever seen the film The Breakfast Club? It's a classic 80s... Obviously seen at The Breakfast Club. It's the, a classic 80s, one of my favourite uh, 80s teen films. And uh, this is a song called Don't You Forget About Me by a band called Simple Minds. So I think let's listen to this. It's Friday. Let's get in the spirit. Let's Oops, do just, it. I just kicked... <laughs> Not a good start. I just kicked the whole desk. Here we go. Hello, welcome back in the studio. We've got Teresa. Is it Teresa Icoco? Icoco. Oh, damn it! You know, when the, when the name so I don't close. know, I just pick it and say it with confidence. So close, so close. Okay, that, sorry about that. Right. <laughs> well, welcome so much on the show. Thanks for having me. So your new show, or oh, is it new? It's yeah, it's my yeah. first play. Your first ever play, yeah. and it's called Girls, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to be shown at the Soho Theatre later this month. It is, yeah. Um, so just like tell us how it came about your first show how did you get your first show in the Soho Theatre um, so I wrote Girls after a conversation I had with one of my friends Daniel Bailey who's a director mm. and um, like I tend to write stuff because I feel like it's like someone's I was trying to figure out how to say this without sounding weird it's like someone's like kind of revealing themselves to you and then you get really curious about them and I wrote mm. Girls and then I sent it off to Verity Bargate um, it's a award that Soho Theatre hosts, um, and then an Alfred Fagan Award, and it was shortlisted for Verity Bargate, and it um, won Alfred Fagan. So then they were like, let's talk about Whoa. it. So Soho High Tide and Talawa Theatre Company um, co- co-produced it. So, yeah, it's exciting. That's so exciting. And had, had you had writing experience before, or did you just take a whack at Um So I've been writing now. It's, I'm still really new, so I still um, consider myself like super 
new like I'm winging it super fresh yeah um, <laughs> but it's all but I did I had written something before and that's how I got to know Talawa because mm. they um, I wrote this this thing that I didn't know what it was and, and they saw something in it and they put it on they have this festival every year called the Talawa First and they kind of just you know give new emerging kind of talent that want to explore they mm-hmm. give them a platform to do that and they um, gave me a platform to to try something and they've just been really supportive ever since so it's called girls mm-hmm. can we have a brief sort of rundown yeah what, yeah what's it about and um girls to me is about um, it's about girls right it's about girls okay yeah. <laughs> that would be weird if it was a load of blokes maybe i but, mean yeah. strange things have happened <laughs> <laughs> um so it's about um female friendship and the how special i feel like it is and how um important it is and and the way that we love each other and protect each other, the way um, I was saying to my friend earlier, like I feel like women are transformers. We are built to survive and mm-hmm. we are um, wow. capable of, of all this sort of thing. And we just watch these three girls be everything that women are and also suffer everything that women do and the way that women always, they, we, we watch them survive. And yeah, I feel like that's what it's about. A little bit of girl power right there. Girl power, yeah. Girl power. Like, literally, I'm just there, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you could have people coming out of the theatre just being all like, puffed up on. Yeah, sassy as fuck, basically. <laughs> I like that. We should put coming that in the tagline. Out, coming out with like a catwalk. Like, just, I own this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to send an email. That should be in the like promo post. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> and did you have any. Um, choice in or any sort of input into the the casting or the design of the show or like so you wrote it but yeah um i did actually the, the, all the companies involved are really um supportive so they just kind of let me like i said it's my first thing so mm. they everyone kind of just let me tag along so i went to most of the auditions and nadine rennie the casting director at um soho she's just like the coolest person i just learned so much and um i learned patience yeah because hearing your own thing over and over and over and over again yeah but it was really good for me actually because then i i remembered some of the things that i'd cut i was like oh i liked that like after hearing it 12 times in an audition room i was like oh maybe i should put that back in um so i learned a lot and um it was just really interesting because for me, I was like, when when I saw an actor that I really, really liked, I was like, oh, please like me, please like me, please like me. And and now the three ladies that we have now and having this conversation with them about how desperate I was for them and they, they also saying that how desperate they were to do the show, it was like, oh. So they were both, just right. They, they were just needed each other. The three, so, so it's three girls here. I've got a little photo in front yeah. of me. Well, they're gorgeous girls. Okay, and so you're going to you're going to end up at the Soho Theatre, but you're you're touring a little bit before that. Before you get, so yeah. if you're not in London, you can catch it other places. Yeah, we're at Aldborough now for the High Tide Festival. We mm-hmm. opened there last week and we closed there on Sunday, and then we open at Birmingham Rap on Tuesday. Birmingham, brilliant. Birmingham. Well, that's really empowering, yeah, because it, it's quite hot as an actress. Um, I used to go and try and find monologues and pieces to do with, mm. and it was quite hard to find something that is female fellowship based oh. it's um yes it's it's great that there's there's a couple of plays that I've like the acid test which is about sort of three girls but they're but this is exciting news yeah no I'm I'm, I'm definitely gonna come along and see this yeah I'd love oh, to okay. let me know when you do come then that's exciting have you got wheelchair access I'd be pissed off otherwise I mean I'd be pissed <laughs> off for you as well <laughs> <laughs> I think the Zoe Theatre is pretty I'll good it, it's, yeah, pretty, it's pretty modern there's a lift there's a lift <laughs> <laughs> I know that I've been in it <laughs> That's so exciting. So, what next? So now, because obviously this has been 
successful as a first show. Yeah. Would you have you got ideas for that? Have you written more? Mm. Yeah, I actually. Are you going to write boys? <laughs> no, they, the they get enough attention. They don't need. They don't need more. <laughs> I want my damn sequel. <laughs> um, I actually wrote girls when I was on commission with Talaba writing something else. Mm. So that play that I wrote when I. Um, that I wrote Girls the play that I was supposed to be writing while I was writing mm. Girls um, I finished that now it's called um, The Story of Khadija Katenge another female lead so hopefully um, we can do some work with that and just, I'm just yeah just having fun trying to trying to take as many opportunities to write um, yeah. as many stories that have as many important people um, to me and the people that I know just trying to you know, make the screen and stage a little bit busy 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 that's really inspiring because I know that for years I loved story writing and mm-hmm. I had so many ideas in my head and I was like, oh, this would be a really funny story, that would be a funny film, that would be a great short film. But I was absolutely petrified of writing anything down for fear that people would be like, who do you think you yeah. are? Like, you have not trained in writing scripts. or And so it, I literally, it was only this year when I sort of met you, Jack, yeah, yeah. And, and then we actually sat down and went, actually... we. We, we can write. We can write some funny. Like, there's no rules. Anyone <laughs> yeah. can put pen to paper or exactly. type down or, or just scribble down your ideas and kind of like stuff if what people think. Like, if you find it funny, if you find it interesting, yeah. and you want to tell it, like just tell it. And I found Go for it. the freedom after I realised that I don't give a shit. <laughs> if people it's, think- it's, it's, it's such a, a creative way to express yourself. You know, putting your thoughts and your ideas and imagination onto paper and making that come alive mm. that's incredible yeah. I love that yeah is it weird having like words that you thought of in your own mind and having somebody else say them is it yeah. uh, was it like oh it is and it's like I don't know it's it's just such a special thing especially because the three ladies um, um, Anita Joy Abiola and Yvette um, the actors in the play they are I kind of just feel like I don't know, like they were born to, to, to be yeah. these girls. And, mm. and when they are, when they, you know, when they're on stage or even when they just read and it's like, oh, this was, I did this because they were supposed to be these girls. Mm. And, the, and the friendship that they, the characters have, I can see in the, in the free actresses when they're like, the best, the favourite thing that me and the director, Elise, um, we've done, one of our favourite things is to watch the free actresses. Like when, when they're down, in their downtime, just watch them chatting away and, and how they like play with each other, and we're just like, oh, like they're actually they're actually becoming friends. There's something about yeah. that mm. kind of dynamic, and it just kind of bleeds off the stage and into real life. And when during one of the rehearsals, they um, showed me this dance and song number, like that the characters, you know, we you know when like girls, we always used to do like, oh yeah, yeah. We have the Spice Girls at home with hairbrushes and everything. Same, yeah, same. <laughs> Was I the only guy that did that then, or you know? <laughs> <laughs> Male spice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was missing. Diversity. They should have been a male yeah, spice. No. <laughs> Penis spice. <laughs> Ball okay. bag spice. Right, that's a bit weird. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So like, the, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. You found them. You found what your brain thought of. It's like a premonition almost. Yeah, that's a good word. It, it is like a premonition. And watching them be together when they did that song and dance, like I got like I'm not an emotional person, but I got really like I just started crying because I was so happy to watch these friends. Like Aww. the characters, and I, I, I kind of wasn't mm. sure whether I was watching characters or actors or whatever it was, but it was this like amazing dynamic that um, I feel like I felt so privileged to have been a part of 
making. Do you, do you act yourself or do you just write? God, no. Like, no. I feel like that's the worst thing. That's the worst. It's the hardest job. It's the best job. It's, it's amazing. It's our oh, favourite job. I couldn't do anything like, else. Yeah. Because <laughs> like I'm crap at everything else. The, judge, the judgment, like, even like with the writing and people don't have to see my face or anything. Yeah. And, and yeah. people judging, like I'm so neurotic and like, I've got such anxiety. I'm just like, oh my God, people are watching my play and what do they think? And oh my gosh, they hate me. And I can't imagine having to be an actor and I just have, like my hats are off to watching how hard those yeah. three women on in my play um, work and how open they are and how vulnerable they're willing to be and, and how much of themselves they give mm. like completely selflessly because you don't know what you're going to get back as an actor do you I think it's like yeah, no, yeah I, I do not have the stomach or the skin for that that's the you got to have the toughest skin mm. oh, yeah, oh yeah that is uh, well almost in anything anything where you're putting yourself into your work and yeah you're not behind a sort of desk or something that computers yeah. or, there's like a barrier between yeah. it's very very vulnerable you need to know who you are and be confident in yourself to be able to do it but especially with like social media and the internet and everything well, now that, it's so easy to get trolled that's yeah. what I was going to lead on to you know have you seen any other reviews of the of the show yet? <laughs> All my friends listening will be like, like, be literally like gut churning at the word reviews because I've been the worst friend in the world for the last few days because I've been like, no one's allowed to read reviews. Do you not talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deleting my social media. Insist you delete your social media as well, <laughs> and let's create this kind of like vortex where we just exist together and we just tell each other we're wonderful. But then because I wasn't reading social media I was like not sleeping because I was like oh my gosh the whole world what knows if? that I'm shit yeah. and they yeah. were talking about how shit I am and then they see me walk down the street and be like oh she doesn't know that she's shit but we know that she's shit and I just was convinced that's a lot of happening. overthinking that's a lot, a of, lot of overthinking and my friends had to deal with all of those messages in the middle of the night <laughs> and then I just like oh like just get yourself together and I just read it read all the reviews the other day and I was like lovely and also, it reminded me... That's <laughs> <laughs> so Lovely. <laughs> but also, it was like, oh, actually, they are, you know, wonderful people, but just people's opinions and, yeah, you know... Yeah, that's all they are at the end of the day. Just like, exactly. you gotta, you got to kind of just, like, roll off your back, yeah. like... And, and also, I, something that really inspired me, that if, if you actually have people, like, hating on you, that's actually a good sign. It means you're doing something right. Mm. If, you are, if you are actually offending someone or pissing someone off or it, you're evoking something in them, do you know what I mean? Rather than, rather than nothing, at least it's like you're conver- starting a conversation. I've always looked at it like, you know, a, a bad review to me is just as good as a good review because if it was no review, then... There'd be maybe, no show. Yeah, maybe it'd be... Well, no, maybe they thought nothing of the show, you know, if there was no review. A yeah. bad review means they saw it, they had their own opinion about and it, they, which yeah. means there's they something there. Something happened that they formed. They them made them off. think about what you've done. Do you I see like a lot of other theatre... Uh, do you, are you an avid theatre goer? Or? I, I don't know if I'm avid. I go to things that I... Like I don't go for the sake of it. I feel like sometimes people go people go to watch other people to just to critique it. Yeah. And I'm going to watch some theatre and yeah. I'm going to have an opinion. I yeah. don't really get that. I just feel like I want to be entertained. Yeah. So I go to things that I want to see. Like I went to see um, House and Amongst the Reeds yesterday at The Yard. And I thought that, that was brilliant. And then I went to Edinburgh Fringe earlier. Ooh. And earlier this month. Last never month. been to the fringe I've really been, yeah. never I've been, been once so it was my first time and I was like this was what I was born to do like, where have I been <laughs> I all my summers here. forever <laughs> so, so good and because you, you're extremely young can I ask roughly how old you are oh yeah oh, a lady never reveals her age okay <laughs> but you're very Actually, young as a woman like, I've got probably around 15 years before I become irrelevant to the world under the patriarchal system so I'm going to start lying <laughs> about my age soon well you, you look like really young like 20 something. so I was just like yeah. super impressed by babe. around 
my age. Aloe vera. <laughs> Bit of Nivea. I reckon you're around my age. Maybe. And I'm 20. Maybe. Maybe. So. She's not going to ruin it. That's fine. That was a bit <laughs> no. cheeky of me. Was cheeky of me to ask. I was just, so, you, I was just so amazed at how young she's on. Like, how. It's because I didn't do it's my a, eyebrows. It's a total compliment. I haven't got any eyebrows on. That's why I look because it's really oh, young. That makes yeah. you younger. Does it? Eyebrows make you look older and firmer. And like, <laughs> sterner. I don't think anyone's ever used the word firmer no, in regards to that their wasn't eyebrows. That's the right word, really, was it? Oh, I'm looking really firm today. <laughs> I am firm. <laughs> Wrong word. I'm tired. It's been a long week. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I love going to the theatre. I love going to musical theatre. That is one of my like, oh, little, little life. I need to go to so many. If more. I could properly sing, and I would be. That would be my life. I'd be on really? stage, musical theatreing. Cats. Yep. Do you need to be able to properly sing? Well, you need to be able to sing, I guess. I think I sing yeah. in the shower, but that's as far as it goes. It's quite hard to auto-tune to a live crowd. <laughs> there is a piece of theatre that I am absolutely dying. I'd probably sell, like, an arm to go and see, which is the new Harry Potter play. Oh, don't get yes. me started. My I would crawl for that. So in when Girls won the Alfred Fagan, we had a reading, and in the reading, Sherelle Skeet, who plays Hermione's daughter, was mm. um, she was Tisana from Girls in, um, in our reading, so... Like yes, sure. Ah, so I remember being like, oh great, you know, Harry if, if girls ever gets on, and then she was like, oh babe, Harry Potter cord. I was like, oh thanks, sure. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter cord done. Like, Harry wow. Potter cord, you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> but she is like so amazing, and I'm so dying to to see it. Just to yeah, just the cast is incredible, isn't it? Ca- and I have so is it not completely sold out. Um, it is. It is getting super super booked. But you know, every Friday they I think they do some sort of tombola and they release oh, yeah. forty tickets. Oh, right. Um, They're gone in seconds, every, surely. No, no, it's like a kind of... Um, they do it for the Book of Mormon as well, uh, I think on, on Mondays, where you, you go outside the theatre and then you put your name into a bucket and they, right. they pull out 40 tickets oh. and stuff. So there are ways to see it. Um, you can also go to returns on the day because some people, you know, they get flu and they yeah. can't make the ticket and there, there will be a spare right. seat occasionally. So... Um, or you could just pre-book from you know twenty six seventeen and yeah. just wait a long time. I, 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 I looked at booking tickets online. I was, I was due to see it in June twenty seventeen. So. <laughs> no, twenty eighteen. Sorry, two thousand and ninety-seven. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's such a forward investment. But you got you got to. I feel like I need to do that for Hamilton because I know that's going to be an issue. And I, if I don't see that, then I'll just be devastated. Just be devastated. I'm no, getting no, my tickets I'm in for your show now before it gets booked up for the next three years. Yeah, so it's going to be, just to recap for our listeners, it's going to be on at Birmingham Rep, 20th to the 24th of September, and then Soho Theatre for a whole month, isn't it? 27th yeah. of September to the 29th of October. Perfect. Wicked. I'll saunter down and see that. Thank you so much, Teresa, for coming in. Oh, thanks for having me. That's uh, lovely. And um, all the best of luck for your future writing. So empowering to see young... Girl power! Girl power! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to pop on to... I'm going to pick a, a happy song. This is one of my happiest songs that um, I've ever, ever ever listened to. It really picks me up. And it's from the film Ice Age. So I, I wanted to share it with everyone today. It is uh, Send Me On My Way by Rusted Root. Back row and chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on FUBAR Radio. People back in the studio. Yo, yo, yo. It's background chill. Johanna James, Noel Clark. Noel is actually in Toronto, just to recap. So we're joined in the studio today by Jack Binstead. Hello, everybody. And we have our second guest. We've got D-Doc in the studio. Woo-hoo. Welcome. Yo, yo, yo. Thank you so much for coming down. Thank you for having me. Now, you have a connection to my, me and Noel, anyway, because your song yeah. is in the Brotherhood soundtrack yeah, yeah, yeah. in the fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. That's really exciting. I know, very. Is that the first time you ever had one of your songs in a movie? or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like of that, um, 
So, like, it's that. everywhere. Brotherhood's yeah. like number two in the box yeah, office right yeah. now. No, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's everywhere. It's massive. Yeah, it's killing it. And I love the song, actually. It's oh, one of the favorite. And you. Noel, when we went through the... When we were picking, like, which songs to play from the Brotherhood soundtrack, yeah. he was... That was one of his favorite ones. He yeah. was like, D-Duck, D-Duck, we've got to get D-Duck in. Ah, mm-hmm. sick, so, sick, On behalf sick. of Noel, he's a fan, I'm a fan. Oh, wicked. So, how did that even come about? How did you get your track? Um... Because before uh, the Unstoppable team, there was they did a, a film before called Legacy, mm-hmm. um, and I did a, some music for that, and then um, yeah, this Brotherhood came up, and then um, yeah, they just asked me for some music, and yeah. I sent a couple tracks, and yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I, I auditioned for the film Legacy. Did you? Actually? It's the only audition that I've ever done fully but naked. Oh, okay, like right. Fully, fully <laughs> in the nude. How was that? How did you find that? <laughs> that was that was an experience. Yeah, yeah I Weirdly, can I went in because it, well, it wasn't the first audition. I did like three or four rounds of auditioning, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I got through to like, the all final. naked. No, no, no. The, 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 the <laughs> final one. The first of all, if you audition, you audition in your clothes. Yeah, then you audition yeah. in a bikini, and then finally they turn off the camera and you do it. They say, you know, they just checking that you can do it. So yeah. that if you can't do it on, you know, they want you to get to set and then you check it out. So yeah, they're yeah. like, we just need you to see the do the right, scene. Right. Okay. So I did, it, and I was a bit nervous. Obviously, it was. A lot nervous, and uh, there's like a whole panel of like producers and casting directors and whatever. And uh, I did the scene, and then weirdly, it was so empowering because I thought I was going to be the one that'd be all embarrassed and blushing. They were all embarrassed and blushing, and, yeah, like, and I was just standing there, like, just strutting yeah. stuff like, all over the place. This is me, <laughs> and they're all like looking up, like, oh, did you just, that was great, do it again. Like, oh, yeah. so, uh, can you do it again from a different angle whilst I just all lean back? And <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it was quite empowering, so yeah. That was cool. Anyway, we, we've, uh, we've got a little, <laughs> we've got a little <laughs> bit off track, but the point is, is that I know that movie, Legacy, it's a yeah, good movie. Yeah. Um, and that's so cool. So you're, you're making... And what do you... So music is your main thing, yeah, your main yeah, passion. Yeah, 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 music's my main passion. So I produce and also rap and write and, yeah, so I produce that also. To, um, Multi-talented man. Oh, thank you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you see the film? Did you, did you get to go to... Were you invited to do any sort of screening of it? Or yeah, did you see yeah, it in yeah. the cinema? Yeah, I, saw, I went to the screening. Yeah, well, so I like the film a lot. I think it's dope. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I still haven't seen it. Seen I still it? haven't seen it. You I'm, need to see it. I know, man. I need to see it. Mate, I'm in it. And you're I my know, friend. I've got so many reasons <laughs> to see it. You're you in it. Noel's in it. <laughs> yeah. Right? D-Dark's rapping in it. Exactly. <laughs> that's a multitude. That's at least That's like four reasons. <laughs> three or four reasons <laughs> why I need to see it. <laughs> I think I just held up five fingers. I'm like, that's like four <laughs> that's reasons like, yeah. why you need to go see it, man. My maths is great. Making me look less disabled. Brilliant. I am maths disabled and I'm proud of it. It's fine. But, mate, and when did you start music what was that like um, I started music when I was like five I did piano five. lessons yeah piano lessons didn't we all though yeah, yeah, did definitely. You no, no, I did recorder. Yeah, I did. I did, I did a bit of that. Well. <laughs> I, I could do three blind mice on the recorder. <laughs> Probably still I was, can. I was yeah. that. I was that guy who, like, you know, when we was at school, he used yeah. to just put me in the back with the triangle. I think you know what? This is leave him there did. for twenty minutes. Put his brakes on. Leave him there. Right, I just give him a triangle. That was, that was me. <laughs> Let him All go. those percussion instruments. Yeah. 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 We're yeah, the no, main guys. I challenge you. I challenge you on your next track to put a triangle in there somewhere. Can you get triangles just for me? You've got to put a triangle. Yeah, at the end of but it's an epic sound though like the triangle it is an epic instrument yeah, no. yeah and also actually 
don't knock it. It's quite hard because you remember when you got like the triangle, got a little stick, and if you accidentally hit all the sides, don't try like... and make that sound hard, Johanna. <laughs> it was hard for me. Do you know what else I used to do in school? And I genuinely took lessons for like three months. I used to play the steel pants, shut <laughs> the up. steel drums. Yeah, I could do White Christmas. I could do all these no yeah. on the pants. <laughs> I was like, I went to a proper like white girls' school as well, oh my <laughs> playing God. the steel drums. <laughs> I went to a, quite, a, quite a rough school so we used to pick up the you know the little eggs that you shake and they're like little maracas sort of eggs we used to see a fight we could throw them across the school hall that was, yeah. that was basically our music lesson to a tee I do <laughs> feel sorry for music teachers man like yeah. it's a lot it's like a jungle out there yeah my music teacher was dope though like, like I could go to a um, music class when I had like science or something Wow! Yeah, you so just yeah, like, yeah. We could go there. That like, quiz then, you on the physics. See how good you are at science. No, nah, I, <laughs> I just went there to like make music. That like, we could kind of go there when we had like other lessons. Like it was dope. Like she wasn't like she wasn't like the other teachers. Like she was more like free and there's always like one musical and, and there's always yeah. like one teacher. That's like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it was dope. So. Well, we just got an email in for the, for the studio yeah. um, with a question saying, "What are your favorite films?" So I think if we go around Let's do it what would be what would be what's on your um probably brotherhood probably oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is a nice bit self promo there yeah. love it yeah yes Any, that's, that's coming to my top no. cool okay that's up there any old school favourites like um, VHS favourites I like coming to America that's oh, a great Ed, film Eddie Murphy yeah yeah, yeah. he's yeah. a great yeah, film yeah. that's hilarious and I like white chicks as well obviously you yeah, can't beat white chicks yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I met and interviewed Marlon Wayans this year and Is he was it? amazing. Oh, Did you? He was amazing. Oh, it's so weird because I interviewed Terry Crews. Oh, oh. So there's <laughs> two white chicks people there. <laughs> but, okay, Jack, what would be your favourite film? Um, and if you say bad education, I'm going to punch you in the face. Oh, okay, I got nothing then. I got nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, no. I, I'm always, always been a fan of Toy Story. Yeah, the original Toy like Story number yeah. one yeah you know. Buzz Lightyear what was the one where they got like lost in Pizza Planet that's bu- that the that's the original one, one. Yeah, yeah that that one that one yeah. Yeah, uh, didn't you want to go to Pizza Planet <laughs> yes. like, as a kid I was like oh I, I also Pizza wanted Planet. to go like, I also re- when I was a kid I, so I was always quite a small child yeah. so I always used to try and crawl into the uh, the, 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 the claw oh, yeah, like, I wanted ah! to go inside and sit in it with the toys <laughs> me I, lo- I did love to- so how iconic and it was amazing that we were the first generation that got to watch it originally yeah, like I went to the cinema like when I was yeah, yeah I did yeah, too yeah, yeah. the original I think it was like 1996 or something crazy yeah that makes me feel old but no I loved it. Well, were you a Sid or an Andy Andy with your toys Andy no, Andy yeah Andy. Andy 100% Andy had all the toys isesn't it yeah yeah but Sid used to like Sid used to cut all his toys up and put them yeah, back together yeah he was mad he was mad he <laughs> <laughs> was, was like, yeah. Just like, absolute nutter child, yeah, yeah, just yeah, breaking was, his toys. Yeah. <laughs> Proper scary. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was an Andy, but I, I did, when it came to Barbie dolls, I did used to. No, you didn't. I used to cut the cut, hair oh, off. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that, I think now that that's probably one of the like, massive signs of like child. Psychological <laughs> child. Now I know why you're so messed up, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like early signs of <laughs> serial killer in me, but no. Um, okay, my favourite movie, uh, my favourite movie of all time, um, probably would be Steven Spielberg's Hook. I that's that. a great film. I love that film. That's a horror movie, isn't it? No. Okay. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. wait. That's no, that was a joke. Wait, wait. Captain <laughs> Hook. Captain Hook. 
Peter Pan. With Robin Williams. Is Peter Pan in there? Yeah, it's, it's Peter Pan. Robin but Williams played Peter Pan. He's grown up. He's old. And, <laughs> I and remember then, it. I remember it. His children. He's not laughing. He's not laughing. He's not laughing. But you know what? I think it was. Um, I know he did last summer. You know the guy with the hook. <laughs> I thought that was sad, sir. My bad. My bad. Oh, he's bright up my day. I'm actually going to cry. A tear has come to Mr. Minzer's eye. No, and I found um, I was on um, I was on Facebook the other day, and this this uh, thing popped up which said Backyard Cinema, yeah. which I was going to mention anyway. And it's this um, it's this cinema that you can go to that they've built, and it's got bean bags and cocktails, and it's a proper yeah, that would be so cool. Out, yeah. yeah, like those all those rooftop cinemas and backyard cinemas. It's called Backyard Cinema, and yeah. they're showing all some of my favourite movies. And this Sunday they're showing Hook, so I'm going to go down. I'm yeah, I'm dragging my boyfriend down. <laughs> like we're going to go and sit in a bean bag, and we're going to enjoy my favourite movie. All right, honey. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we've got another email in here uh, for you. Uh, it says, "Hi, D Doc. He is sick. Would he like to work with? Or who would you like to work with? And are you going to do any acting? Cheers from Jason. Um, there's a lot so I so like to work with. Um, back or in the UK? Yeah, music. Yeah, there's a lot. Oh, well, so what number one Jack with his triangle? Obviously. Yeah, yeah we need that triangle. We need that triangle in the beat. We need yeah. to get in there. Like, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll arrange that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you in the studio next week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it in. We'll get it in. We'll get it in. Trust yeah. me. But um, who is your? He's on your top collab list. Uh, I don't know. There's so many. Like if I sit like Calvin Harris, that'd be sick. Mate, like, yeah. Oh, he's a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. That'd be mad. That'd be crazy. And as for the acting, yeah, definitely. I'll, yeah, because yeah. Stormzy, he transferred, like, you know, yeah, 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 uh, in yeah. Brotherhood, he, well well, he transferred, yeah. like, he crossed that. Because I hate that thing where it's like you can only be one or the other. Mm-hmm. Like, you can a only, load of bullshit. You can only be a, an artist, a singing artist, or a music artist, and not an actor. Yeah, or you can only yeah. be a producer. or an, a, <laughs> Eminem pretty much smashed that one to pieces, though, with his rapping yeah. in an eight mile and all that lot. That, yeah. you know. Well, he crossed all kind of bridges, Eminem did, yeah, like, yeah. you know. Bottled peroxide ginger blonde. He built bridges he and then cool. crushed them. <laughs> he made that cool. He made like blonde accidents cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Power to Eminem. But yeah, no, cool. Okay, yeah, good to get you into something. And yeah, like, that'll be sick. You know, now yeah. So, D Dark, I need to ask you because it is it's killing me. I need to ask why the name D Dark. Um, I don't know. Like when I was in that secondary school, I went through a few names. Um, I had other names. I don't want to say them now like but tag names yeah yeah I had other <laughs> yeah. ones and then I just kept changing it and then when I get, like D-Dark is actually from a, like, a computer game Street Fighter but it's Dr. Dark but I was like oh of course yeah 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 but I was like Doctor as in doc- Doctor of Sound like sounds and like music so I was like yeah I'll be I the love Doctor that. of Sound I'm a Doctor of Sound and, yeah, Doctor of Sound and like mm-hmm. Dark that's quite like, sexy yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, Doctor yeah. of Sound and then yeah Dark was like yeah yeah so yeah. <laughs> the dark because yeah, you, yeah, you know, like, yeah, you, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dark, mysterious. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You don't know I who want that a cool is. name. <laughs> can I have a? Because you've got a cool name. You got Rem Dog. Rem Dog. And you got Dick. what's my cool name? Can I get one? <laughs> I was gonna go. I was gonna go. Blonde accident. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think that sounds like a really bad garage band. Uh, no, can't do dark. You're good at making. Um, that, what, I don't know. It took me a while. Like, I just kept changing my name, and then I ended oh, up with the dark. Yeah, so. I'll work on it. If yeah, anyone's yeah, got any yeah. suggestions for what my my kind of like code name could be, firm. email it in. Fun. Firm. Oh, firm. Like <laughs> 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 I'm 
<laughs> like your eyebrows. <laughs> I think it should be maybe peach or something. Because look how easily, <laughs> look how easily I bruise. I've got some whacking great bruises on me at the moment, and I'm just uh, maybe I'm a peach, not peach. Peached. <laughs> princess Peach. Princess. I don't know. I don't want to be a princess. <laughs> nah, I'm a king. King <laughs> Peach. peach. <laughs> Top of the fruit chain. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah, if you've got any more questions, email them at studio at foobarradio.com or tweet us at foobarradio.com. And, I uh, know, oh at foobarradio, sorry. Whoa, I was just overwhelmed by the Whoa. Dr. Dunn. It's thrown me. It's thrown me. You're starting to sweat there, Johanna. I'm starting to blush a little bit. So this is cool. So have you got any more, like, are you going to be performing anywhere live touring? Yeah, I've got, I've got a, a live show, um, headline show on the 23rd. That's like next Friday. Yeah, That's but, real soon. Yeah, birthdays and you're all invited, so... <gasps> Yeah. Yes. I am so there. Yeah, we could. Twenty third. I'll bring my um, triangle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be there. on stage, <laughs> digging away. <laughs> That's cool. Do you get yeah. nervous performing live? No, no. Nah, I've no. done it like some time you now. You seem so. so chilled as a person. You're yeah, you I think on stage. Like, I think on stage, yeah. I transform that. Like, yeah. 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 I become alive and you just sort of. Is that your Sasha yeah. Fierce? Is that your Beyonce that you mm. get on stage and it's like boom? You what's your, what's, your, what's your, your actual name, your real name? Stefan. Stefan. Yeah, so, like, yeah, you're yeah. writing, you know, you're Stefan, and you get that, grab that mic. Do dark's in the there building. The doctor has That's arrived. The doctor of sound. Yeah. That's it. you got to just flip it, like. It's yeah. got to That's what you get, yeah. Who's on my appointment list today? You've <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. an appointment with the doctor. <laughs> Meet up with the Ministry of Sound. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's amazing. Yeah, Live yeah. show. And what would be, like, the the proper goals? Where would, like, what, where are you running... What are you heading to? Um, just like just to do like more bigger things, like get my music out there, um, even on a more worldwide scale, more collaborations with um, do you other the big movie? artists. Do you like the movie? You know, yeah, <laughs> Nine yeah. Mile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, um, yeah, sound like that. <laughs> but well, yeah, you, you yeah, are yeah. doing very well. I mean, I, I checked, I followed your Twitter before we yeah. got on live, and you have a hundred, hundred and thirty thousand yeah, followers. Yeah, yeah. You're doing, oh my yeah. god! I did the Harlem Shake as well, freestyle, and that got, like, got a couple million views. Whoa! Um, oh yeah, yeah, do you remember when that was that like was a, a thing. proper viral? Yeah, yeah, there were yeah, so, yeah. so many versions of that. I, I probably yeah. watched yours. Yeah, yeah, and yeah you probably did. Yeah, yet. I was in a car like that, and I was out the window like spitting bars. Yeah, you watch it again. It's a little vibe. Can I find that? Amazing. So you're on Twitter. Do you have yeah, like yeah, Instagram, yeah. Facebook, yeah, all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, it's all D-Dark online. Yeah, yeah easy, yeah. keep it the same. Easy peasy. I like that, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy nowadays as a sort of celebrity. <laughs> you need to keep up, like there's so many things. Yeah, you there's like, so the, many. The other day many. I was in here with Noel and we did the whole Snapchat round. Yeah. And then the second, we had to do the Instagram story round. And I was like, wait, we just did this. We literally <laughs> have just done the same thing <laughs> twice. It's like Groundhog Day of social media. Yeah. But, oh my God, so next week is the 23rd of September, yeah, headlining yeah, yeah. birthdays in Dalston. Yeah, We're yeah, going to yeah. be there. You're yeah. obviously going to be there. Yeah, yeah. This Wicked. is cool. Well, Wicked. I want to play. I want to play your song that is in Brotherhood. Yes, yeah, because see. it's bloody brilliant. Be so smart. Be, be smart. Thank be you smart. so much. Thank you so much. And um, I'm a massive fan of you. Oh, okay. yeah. Thank you, brother. Well, I'm, I'm a fan of the Doctor. Thank you so much for coming in. <laughs> Thank you for having Back me. Back row and chill. Fubar Radio. Back row and chill with Noel Clark and Johanna James on Fubar Radio. Hey guys, I'm here today with a very special guest. It's Michael Landers in the building, everybody. I actually don't have an applause thing, so I'll just do it myself. That's that was, good, thank you that very much. That was a bit much. lame, actually. It's Joe Hannah. Joe Hannah. So, busy time for you. You are 
American, but you're currently in London, England. I am. How are you finding? I was going to do a bad English accent. No, I'm not. Oh, can um, you do? Can you do an English no, accent? I, I can do the woman at the airport at the magazine that goes cashier number five, please. <laughs> but that's like um, that's Johanna. That was no, very so. good. I was going to. So, are you acquainted with uh with England? Like, do you know? Yeah, I've come here quite a bit. Yeah. My wife's dad is Scottish. I did a couple oh, of series here. Scottish. I did a series here. I did a play. Yeah. Occasionally, you guys invite me over, so you and I love it. Yeah, but this show is it was made for Sky, but we literally filmed Hooten and the Lady all over the world. Yeah, I was going to ask that because awesome. that is the thing that you're promoting at the moment, which is your brand new Sky series, which starts today, tonight at nine on Sky One. Sky One, the main channel, the main Sky. And so, yeah, I've just che- been checking out the trailers and stuff. It looks, it looks for me, it reminded me a little bit of like the sort of Indiana little homage to the sort of 80s it is a throwback it's just a big fun action adventure adventure. it's got humor and we literally did film all over the world we were in russia we were in cambodia we went to rome africa namibia did you collect little air miles i collected (laughs) snow globes did i collect little snow globes I collected a lot of air miles. Which is your favorite country to visit? We ended in Cambodia, which I didn't anticipate myself going there. So yeah. to watch the sunrise at Angkor Wat is kind of awesome. But I'm half Italian, or my grandfather was, so I loved Italy. We started yeah. in Rome. Getting back to your European roots. It, yeah. It was fun. I mean, like, we were in Russia in the dead of winter, and I got to bring my kids on there yeah. to Moscow. We're one of the only shows that's ever filmed in the metro system in Moscow, which is cool. And we shot in Red Square. It's awesome. Special times. So you are, uh, it's called Hooter and the Lady, and you play... I play Hooten. Hooten. And um, the lady is played by Ophelia Lovey Bond. Ophelia Lovey Bond. Don't you just love saying that name? Ophelia Lovey Bond. Ophelia Love... Yes. You have to roll your tongue at least three times. It's a very sexual name. I love it. Is it? it? And also... It's not like Johanna. (laughs) No, I like Johanna. I like Johanna. Yay! Thanks. That's a I play Hooten. He's an American kind of adventure guy that um, is very good at f- tracking down artifacts or treasures or anything for yeah. private investors. He does it his own way. He doesn't follow any rules, which also leads him into a bunch of sticky situations. And, and um, is it like comedy? Do you or is it? There is fun. It's tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek. Banter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Intellectual foreplay. A bit of bants. Little yeah. bants back and forth. Um, yeah. But it's fun. I mean, they're two, they're kind of opposite. She's very straight, but they both want the same thing. Yeah. They just go about it differently, and uh, and so that creates a friction. And did you audition with Ophelia, or was it... I, yeah, they, I came, t- I came to London and met five, they had me read with five young actresses, okay. and Ophelia came in last. Yeah. And um, I had just, I was making a movie in Thailand, and I flew from Thailand, and she came in she had just got off a plane from New York and she was playing like, oh, I'm, I'm just flustered. And yeah. I just flew from New York and I was like, Bangkok, Amazing. I got you beat. So we instantly kind of hit it off and um, had like a little bit of a rat-tat-tat. A little rat-tat-tat. The chemistry was there. Apparently she absolutely nails auditions because there's a weird little link I just realized today. Because Noel Clark, who is my co-host here, he is a producer and film director and an actor himself. Okay. He's currently promoting his film. It got into the uh, Toronto Film Festival. Great. Ophelia was one of her first ever films was one of his. He auditioned her and he told me about her ages ago. He was like, oh, I met this actress. She walked into the room. I had the, a role in mind for someone else and she walked in and boom, part was hers. And so... That's, she's great. So he... A weird little... I wish Noel was here because um, 
yeah, he could definitely tell you. She's uh, also a comedian. I mean, the, she's yeah. her timing is amazing. She was on that show W1A. Jessica Hines, who's a big comedian, she's in the show, and a guy called yeah. Jonathan Bailey, who was on Broadchurch and W1A. So it's Hooten and Lady in the cast of W1A. Now you were also people might remember you because you were back in the day. You were on Superman, weren't you? The New Adventures. I was. I was on a superhero show when it wasn't when it wasn't cool to be on a fucking superhero show. But for me, that is the only like Superman series that I register as real. Like that was my childhood. I love that show so much. That's so funny. I wanted to be Terry Hatcher. You did. Yeah. Yeah. It's dangerous when you're a kid and watching that show because you're like, I'll just jump out a window. I can fly. I can do it. I'll do it. I want to be a reporter. That didn't happen either. But you do a very good English accent. That was very good. I want to do a little challenge with you. Are you going to do an American accent? Do you want me to? Yeah, you can let me hear. What did you say? Do you want me to? Do you want to go for a yogurt? Um, okay, well, give me something to say and I'll, I'll try and do it in American. I'll tell you a word that everyone always says, like it's okay. tomato, tomato. You know what the word that we don't do to, together? What? The same? Yogurt. Yogurt. You say yogurt. 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 Of yogurt. But, but yogurt. Yo- why do you say yogurt? Like I didn't hit it. I just said I just say yogurt. But you go to Valley Girl. Is that what you can? Can you do a Valley? Um, like a what, like L.A., like California, <laughs> like totally like that. Yeah, That's I spent a little time in L.A. last year, so kind of like that one. That's out. great. That's very good. <laughs> but English. Let's go back to English because I'm I'm a London. I'm from South London. And South then London. From South Broccoli. London. I am from Broccoli. Get how, out. How do you town. know Broccoli? Shut the front door. How, um, I know broccoli because I did a show here when we filmed in broccoli. I've laughed. I, everyone, I'm that from South broccoli. Bro- Isn't South- there like an old dance hall there or some old? Yeah, the Riverley Ballroom. Yeah. Oh my god, we're like old school mates. This Boom. Is, well, I was gonna. Yeah, I grew up in broccoli in South London. So you were trying to test my um, London wanna, knowledge. I want to test your London geography. slang. So if I'm going to throw you some slang words, I'm going to okay. see if you can translate what you think that they might mean. So, Minge. Bit- Sorry. <laughs> Do you know what that is? I do. You know what? I love that. Um, in what was it? The Inbetweeners. That kid with like the clunge mags and. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I'm being naughty. Um, no, no. Min- Minge is one of like my favorite words. Give me a word. Okay. What about peak? Peak. Yeah. What do you think peak means? Like we've peaked. It's I oh, fuck. I don't know. It's an uncomfortable situation. Peak. So like, my, this is peak. This is this is peak. Oh. You can bring these back to America and you can teach mm, everyone. Maybe not. Okay. I'm joking. Yard. 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 Well, we a yard in America is like money, oh, uh, is it? like um, what do we call a yard? Is like a thousand bucks or something, right? Or a hundred thousand? Oh, wow. A yard? A couple of yards? Well, yard here is your home, your yard. Your yard. This is my your yard. crib. Yeah. Your yard. You're hitting me with some young good. Yeah, this is the, I threw, the current. I threw minge. <laughs> okay, what about if something's dead? fucking dead no um if something's dead it's dead it's not happening it's not going on nothing's happening yeah, right now it's poor quality so poor quality this is could, dead this okay. is like you know yeah sorry mate jack is dead like wow give me some more shit what dead. is uh what's whip your ride your whip your car right yeah okay okay maybe that's the same one okay cool uh what about fam what is a fam your family no your friends it's a close friend your close yeah. friends my fam and uh final one what does peng mean P-E-N-G. Peng. Peng. We have a thing, what we call peng is if you, if, if you have a moment that you go, fuck, I shouldn't have said, there's like a peng in your stomach or like oh, a peng. No, it's, uh, if it's nice looking. So if you see like a really hot girl, be like, oh, she's peng. She's peng. But, she's what, peng. but explain it. You just made that up. Why? I did not make that up. Why is the good looking girl peng? What makes her peng? I don't know. What these kids on the street, they just like twist words Look at her, stuff. she's peng. Yeah. 
Or she's paying for dinner. Paying. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we would say. She's paying. so paying. I'm paying. She's paying. Fuck. Yeah, no, okay. well done. Those are well. very. I didn't do well at all. I you, did extremely. You can. Well, I was so impressed that you minged. That's amazing. That's a bit naughty. That's amazing. There's what an actress in Hollywood who got minge tattooed on her foot. She did she? Was, uh, she yeah. maybe didn't know well. Uh, no, she. Yeah, she didn't quite. It was Amanda Seyfried, and oh, she said she was on set with Colin Firth, and he kept saying minge. She kept swearing minge, and so she loved it so much she got it on her foot, and then uh, now she does red carpets and. There's minge on her foot. There's minge on her foot. Well, we I have a lot of know. swear words over here that maybe don't translate. We say bugger a lot. Like, oh, bugger, like, oh, bugger. Oh, bugger. That's yeah. like um, bugger. a Hugh Grant movie as well. Oh, oh, yeah, he says that a lot. Yeah. You say bollocks. Oh, bollocks, yeah. You say the C word a lot. The C word in England seems very normal and it's less offensive, but in America people get oh, really? offended by it. No, it's still pretty offensive here. Is it? Yeah, not really used much on TV or anything. But going down a pub, it's everywhere. If they don't even say it, they go, you fucking... Just whisper it. What about minging? You guys, that's an minging. Irish thing. Yeah. Oh, that's right? so minging. Yeah. Well, all those... So um, I'm from New York City, so you'll ah, have... Okay. When you come from different... If you're not in, like, a posh, you know, thing, little I think area. you come up with your own little, little slang words. or isms. I invent words sometimes. I, I said ferocious once, and I meant, like, horrendously ferocious, and it just came out as ferocious. But ferocious is a good word. So I get that. I was like, oh, it's just ferocious, that situation. Like Shakespeare, you made up words all the time. I think they made up Shakespeare. Of, are you a fan of Shakespeare? Bill, William. Oh, Bill, oh Billy. Shakespeare. Billy? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't. I, There's a rumor that I'm he not, was not. actually a woman, but writing under the male name. Wilhelmina. I mean, that would make sense. I think. All those feelings that he was writing about. No, it is. It's was pretty much about. just PMS in a play, isn't it? Just like I hate you. And do I you go to Shakespeare? I do. They, at the Globe, they've got this really good deal where you can go. It's like a fiver. Um, all the time. And for a fiver? That's the Columbus Road f- flower market. You can sp- spend a fiver. I have a little fam in England. I have some good friends here, yeah. Do you know who Dexter Fletcher is? Yes. He's the voice of McDonald's. The Big Mac McFlurry. You've not heard... Every time you listen to McDonald's, it's Dexter. How do you know Dexter? We did a play. Did he get free in McDonald's? In 2004. He doesn't get free McDonald's. Oh, me. You'd think, as the voice of McDonald's, you'd be able to walk in and be like, I'd like But I a think burger. they pay him and he can buy some McDonald's if he wants. That's not as fun, Where is do you it? get a good burger? You guys are all big about your lobster burger thing. What's going on? Um, I... Where do you get a good cheeseburger if you're... Co- oh, Five Guys, is Five it? Guys. I get free burgers at Five Guys. You do? I did an interview once and I accidentally made a huge tit of myself uh, and made a big sexual innuendo when I was interviewing someone. And it went viral. And um, Five Guys offered me free burgers. Five dudes offered you free burgers. Five or dudes. Five Guys the place. Five Guys the place. Yeah, that was the mix-up. I was talking about Five you Guys. You were thinking of Five Guys the burger place. Invite, and yeah. and uh, they thought I was talking about five men of mine. Uh-oh. But, uh, never go lower than seven, so it's fine. <laughs> Johanna. Okay, so back to what else can we talk about? Hooter and the lady, a little bit more, um, because it's starting tonight. Have you actually seen how many? I saw like the first two. We go to Rome in the second one. The first one's in the jungle. We go to <gasps> Egypt, Russia, Cambodia. It's just good fun escapism. We do a lot of stunts. We were up on the the stunt team. Do a lot of the Tom Cruise movies. Okay. And Tom Cruise picks the safest people in the world. I felt in good safe hands. So we did more stunts than I ever have. Wow. And they pushed us further than we ever did. We did fights on helicopters. Did you hurt yourself? Emotionally. <laughs> right? Emotionally damaged. No, you get hurt a little bit, but they don't let you do every everything because yeah, there's insurance and stuff. You have to precious. come back the next day. I'm not precious. You've got to keep your face intact. <laughs> 
I guess, I don't know. I'm going to start watching it, and that's actually quite big. Normally I just stick to, to Netflix. Got any upcoming projects, like Next in Line, where you're I going I did a film to... with Matthew McConaughey called Gold. It's a, oh that's coming out on Christmas Day in America. I don't know when it's coming out here. Okay. It's a big drama. It's about the largest gold scandal in the history of the world, I think. The history of the universe. It's kind of gold, money, greed. But it was written and directed by the guy that did Syriana and won the Oscar, and he wrote Traffic and won the Oscar, oh, so Stephen Gagan. So like it's a good, proper... Proper serious chunky. And McConaughey's great. He gained mm-hmm. all this weight and lost his hair. He's like, great, He's gonna. I think he'll get nominated for another Oscar. You said that with like <laughs> a nice amount of... No, he's <laughs> amazing. I think he's great, no, I love, and I, I think he's McConaughey. fun. And He kind of came out of nowhere. He was like killing the, you know, the, the rom-coms and all those kind of films, and then just out of nowhere, boom... He did all those romantic comedies, and then he went. He moved to Austin, and he took a little break. And then, and then the phone stopped calling yeah. for a while, and then all of a sudden you become a new idea. Like, and he came yeah. out, and he did a couple of movies before Dallas Buyers Club that were great. Yeah. Mud and, um, and Magic Mike, too. That's yeah. what happened. That was the first movie. I think Soderbergh called him, and he came and did that. He works hard. Do you play like a goodie or a baddie or a... I just play, uh, I play a banker, a New York banker that baddie? goes... No. <laughs> <laughs> That goes to Indonesia to verify that what they found is really gold. And it turns out to not be really gold. And I look like probably an asshole. But um, it's all set in the 80s. I had to pretend more to to travel with a Walkman. I love that part of acting because I'm I'm an actress as well. And like when you get put on set and you have to pretend that you're an expert at something, I'm like, yeah, I can totally fly this helicopter. (laughs) Thank you so much. I know you've got a really super busy day. I won't be getting in a helicopter with (laughs) Johanna. Thank you very ride. much. Thank you. It's amazing to meet you. And I can't believe that you're from my hometown. Well, you went to my... I'm from my hometown. Dance hall. River house. Whatever it's called. Okay. We need to stop here because this is getting dead. Okay. Fubar <laughs> Radio presents... The Hannah Whitson Show. One of the sexiest things that someone's ever said to me was when I was very much like doing the stuff, we're getting down to it. I was clearly very much getting to the point where I was just like, I want to come. You yeah. know when you get in there and you're and just that's like... Allowed. You're like, I want this. And I think he could tell in terms of my body language that I was just like gearing up Good. Yeah. <laughs> but then he just stopped and said to me he was just like you're going to come when I want you to come and I was just oh. like oh my god <laughs> Baller. that's a nice one good job every Wednesday the Hannah Whitson Show from 6pm on FUBAR Radio Yo, guys, it's Back Row and Chill with Johanna James and today, Jack Binstead. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, we got Lucy Patterson back in the studio to do some film reviews because now it's for this part of the show, which uh, is um, (laughs) honest film reviews and a bit of TV. Do you know what that reminded me of? What? Lord Farquaad from Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Farquaad. <laughs> when he just comes out, we, you know, onto the, onto the castle. I love Shrek. <laughs> on right. the list. Right, welcome Lucy, welcome back. Hi, thanks for having me back. Friday. So another week has passed, more movies are coming and going. Yes. Um, what What have you seen this week? I saw Don't Breathe, mm. right, absolutely shit myself, and <laughs> saw Hello High Water, which, Ooh. oh my God, is one of the best films I've ever seen. That is a bold statement, but I stand by it. I think I saw a trailer for that. that so with good. Chris Pine. Yeah. Who is devilishly handsome in it yeah I would obviously well yeah we all would would. I think we all would (laughs) agreed (laughs) (laughs) okay let's start with that so what is the film about and why should people go and see it it's basically uh, a heist film it's you know bank robbers and you know cops and robbers type thing Mm -hmm. that's only on the surface of it though I mean really essentially it's sort of a family 
drama, it's a road movie, it's a buddy movie, right. it's like this beautiful love letter to to rural Texas. It's just absolutely beautiful to watch. Um, <clears throat> basically, these guys are robbing banks, and at first you think, well, you know, quite clearly you're breaking the law. Mm-hmm. The policemen are going to get you. But it turns out there's a, a very good reason why they're doing it. I won't reveal Ooh, the reason. Oh, that's going to make it. Yeah. It is. That, exactly yeah, that. Yeah, um, And it, it's, it's so heartwarming, you know, what they're actually doing, but also it's it's really sad that they've actually got to take the action they're taking yeah. because they're basically just being screwed over. Yeah. Um, the the lead cast are absolutely amazing. I mean, Chris Pine, like we said, yeah. beautiful, those blue eyes, you could okay. just get lost in them. But he is so rugged in he it. He is a leading man. Mm, definitely. He's, he's yeah. earned his chops, I think. Definitely. But Ben Foster, who plays, they play brothers in mm-hmm. it, um, he's the blonde. Foster. I love Ben I Foster. Love ben. I always have. And you know what makes me sad is that he's largely ignored. You know, really? well, I mean, yeah, he got a little bit of recognition for Three Ten to Yuma and things mm-hmm. like that. But why is he not a massive star? I, I don't understand. Why is he it. not a, an A-list? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you watch him in Alpha Dog and things like that, and he's a ridiculous psycho. That's what I liked him from. Yeah, that alpha, and he's amazing yeah. that like he. You would think that. Really, in real life, he's got to be a complete lunatic. Mm-hmm. But I've read interviews and things, and he seems like quite a stable, normal person. Yeah. But you know, he he plays it part psycho, part lovable rogue mm-hmm. in this, and it, and that to me as well is is testament to his talent. Because if you can be this absolute luno, but also tone it down and be a, a lovable, morally bereft, yeah, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> lovable rogue, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's absolutely amazing to watch. He really was. He was my favourite part about the film. Definitely oh, amazing. Mm. What you convinced me because I saw a poster for it, mm. and I got to admit, from the poster, I didn't really didn't pop. I wasn't well, inclined yeah. to go and see it. I did see the trailer, mm-hmm. and that made me go, mm, real. Yeah, that, me too. I mean, I saw it. I thought it looked, looks a bit cowboyish. Yeah, me, yeah. And Jeff Bridges is in it, obviously, who is oh, really, yeah. really old and basically looks like he's got no teeth when he's talking. <laughs> like, there was a point <laughs> to put it nicely. Like, you know, know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a gummy Bridges. <laughs> it really was gummy. There were points where I was thinking, <laughs> don't really know what you're saying, but you know, you, you're okay. pushing the plot along. <laughs> so, overall, from you, I think your film review would be. Yep. Yep. It's a yep from you. Definitely. <laughs> okay. And so, the next film you saw was Don't Breathe, which I think, Jack, you mentioned I've briefly. Yeah. I've seen. You both seen that and yeah, yeah what did you, you feel? go first what did you think i thought it was you know absolutely amazing i thought oh it's going to be one of these run-of-the-mill horror- i've seen so many horror films i was waiting so- for you to say it was shit oh. and i'd be like no no absolutely <laughs> not and i've seen reviews where people have said oh it's this it's that no it does exactly what it says on the exactly. tip it scares you there was plenty of times where i was jumping out of my seat yeah, yeah. i just jumped then because you said jump i don't know why i jumped i, don't- <laughs> <laughs> I just went home <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, right. I tell you. I, I went in there. I've always right being a disabled actor. Ever since mm. I was a child, I've always loved a film that's got a, a you know the plot is based around someone who's disabled. Yeah. And so when I started, when I, when I knew them, you know, it's a couple of kids breaking into people's houses. They find out a blind guy yeah. living in a house, easy target. Mm. That to me was appealing. I thought that's going to be a great, great yeah, film. Yeah. You yeah. Know? There are so many more twists. Oh my god! It's so, so many, twists. many twists. Like you know, in the last sort of forty-five minutes, not even that it's half an hour. Again and again and four again. twists. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> Who's what? Like, I literally was exhausted just sitting there going, "Is this going to end? <laughs> yeah. Is there something else going to happen?" Like, it took me twenty minutes it. to question whether he was actually blind because I was like <laughs> thinking, "You didn't know that from your hearing." Come on, like, I know. yeah. I must admit that was a bit really. 
but, but you know, know. I, I thought don't you think he was amazing he reminded oh, me of he um, was incredible Mick actor. Taylor in uh, Wolf Creek you know that absolute mm. lunatic that's like all still yes. fox but like yes. a, a hench psycho he was massive he, he was, was really. very muscly it, it, it was so cool. Vet- yeah. <laughs> it, it was what ex-veteran yeah like soldier wasn't yeah. it yeah. That, you know and he lost his eyes eyesight in a bomb in, was it in Iraq I think or maybe Vietnam probably Vietnam and he, yeah he lost his age. eyesight yeah. yeah I think like, you know the, the bond as well between the lead um, female mm. actress and the male actor yeah. they, were, they were very good that was a good bond they had there I mean I, I don't really know much it's Dylan Minette, Minette I can't really pronounce his name and Jane Levy and Jane Levy she's worked with Freddie Alvarez before yeah. um, on the remake of Evil Dead Yes. So, uh, and it took me a while to realise it was actually her because her hair was blonde and she's all black. I got that one straight away. I was like, I, 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 I actually just wish we were kids in the trailer. I was like, I know that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you're right. They they really had good chemistry, didn't mm. they? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just think that. I mean, that was a vital part of this coming together was them two. Absolutely. Two. Otherwise, the, you know, because that, that's so. That, mm. the, the guy on his own, yeah. the blind guy, was not going to pull through with the film. No. On his own. No, no. So. It, yeah, it was exciting. Yeah. I mean, so it's not. So it's a. It is a thriller more than a horror. Yeah, I feel so. yeah. I mean, it's not. You know, the supernatural, ghosty. Yeah. Part okay. That's fine. Type stuff. Not it's, at all. He it is like a not okay. a slasher, but you know, that's a yeah. thriller type. Thing. A little bit. A little bit of you know moments you thought, oh Jesus, that must have hurt. But yeah. you know, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, but then there's got to be some of that. That you're not there? being ill. No. I mean, the there blood. was some gross. There was one gross bit. It was a, a, to think a, a close up of a certain bodily fluid, and it actually had a hair. Yes, in it. yes, yes, yes. I yes. was oh. actually gagging in the cinema, and I mean, I am desensitised to that gore, but that well, I yeah. thought was really clever. I was. The, I, I, yeah, why really has it not been done before in a horror I know. film? You're gonna have to watch. I don't really really about. Don't want it to be. It's done, getting get real. It. <laughs> Shit's getting real, and then it gets it, real scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When there's hair underground dungeons and bodily fluids. So overall, that would be like a. Totally. Definitely. Totally. Nope. Family friendly. <laughs> For the bodily yeah. fluid. Yeah. I'd say. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh, Amazing. Yep. So, um, we're just going to, I'm going to whiz through um, in the entertainment news sort of what is coming up and what I think uh, you should go and see coming soon. This is not out right now, but The Magnificent Seven with Denzel Washington and Chris Pratt. <gasps> Look, I'm very excited for that sort of. Cow- I think the Western movies. I am They're all up, I'm up for a Western in, movie. Yeah. 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 So go on them um, Google or YouTube or whatever and look up the Magnificent Seven. Mm. Um, I recommend that one. The Girl with All the Gifts with Gemma oh, Arterton. Yeah, I saw that trailer. Because I love my favourite movie genre ever is sort of post-apocalyptic or dystopian Lovely. future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just love it when the yeah. world messes up in the future. <laughs> <laughs> love it my most favourite moment is when the world's about to fucking end. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. But it's um it's about this dystopian future where a lot of humanity is wiped out by an infection and the ones who do st- Gemma Arterton has obviously survived because mm. she's cool and she's this sort of psychologist the doctor and there are these they get these kids who are infected and they they kind of experiment on them and there's this one special girl who's got like a genius IQ yeah. and she they create a bond and even though she's sort of got infected with this essentially zombie thing um or zombie type infection yeah. um and it's about you just watch the trailer. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. <laughs> it, it, really it looks good, like a it? drama, but I just love the one. I tell you what, I, I tell you what, I just watched on uh, on Sky Premiere to do with the zombie sort of side of things was the um, the Maze Runner Scorch Trials. 
I haven't watched any of them. Right. The, the first film, fantastic. Yeah. You're really, really good. The second film, it's all about them escaping what they were involved in the first yeah. film, but then the zombies come into it. Yeah. And it's like, I it was so good. I don't like zombie films. Oh, I do. Not because I'm scared of them, I just get, I get bored. Yeah. I don't I'm like a, them. Yeah. But this, okay. I watched the whole thing through. Really? I loved it, every second of it. Oh, I'll have to watch them. I haven't seen any of them. And yeah. the third thing that I'm looking forward to that I saw pop up, because I read the book and I was so, I went, oh, I wish they'd make this into a film. Um, it is Inferno, which is, uh, you know, the, um, uh, oh, what's the one with Tom Hanks and all the, what was the original one? With the Vinci Code. That's the one oh, I'm looking for. It's so another Dan Brown book. Yes, it? it's, yeah, it's yeah, a continuation, yeah. the yeah. same character. Right. Um, so it's a, the Da Vinci Code and then it was Angels and Demons. Mm. And then I read Inferno and mm. it was... Uh, like another level uh, I haven't seen any of them I haven't seen yeah so Inferno it's all about um, well it's actually touching on a very good subject of like we do so much to save the world and save technology now means that humans are living longer and we can we can cure so many uh, diseases but the impact on that globally is that we're also running out of space in the world and and everything is like getting stressed Um, so it's sort of like um, so I think some terrorists are attacking um, trying to Lower the population mm. of the world for the for the good of the world. Yeah, um, and it was just an interesting debate, and the book mm. was really interesting, fast paced. See that sounds like something I would be. So, invi- yeah. I'd be like, you know, and it's Tom Hanks. Like it's him. Tom Hanks. You can't go wrong, can you? Um, so I'm, I was so excited he's, that they, that he signed on, but he came back and, and he's, he's got, got a new him. film coming out now. Tom Hanks, isn't he? Was it the one where he, they has to land the plane, Hudson River? Oh yeah. What's that called? Hush. T- Tom no. Tom Hanks and in, in his movies I, he gets stuck everywhere doesn't never he? Never travel with Tom Hanks. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> on a boat That's on an airplane. Tom Hanks is absolutely <laughs> going to screw you if you go on holiday. Like yeah, don't do that. Well, thank you so much Lucy. We're going to pop on another song now and um we we'll hope you have you back next week. Yes. We'll go off and do our homework. Yes. It's so exciting. It's like a school again. club. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks so much. So, I'm going to play a bit of Prince now. Oh. Um one of my one of my favorite songs. Um, can you guess what it is? It begins with P. Purple, Purple rain. Yes, it is. All right, we we'll blank here. <laughs> because right. the thing is, I'm looking at it on the screen, going, "Is that a rhetorical question? Do you want me to answer it right fucking there, or do you need to leave it for Lucy to get?" Like, come on. He's Prince Purple Rain on Back Row and Chill. <laughs> Then and now, we're gonna play then and now, okay? Yeah. Favorite film when you were young? I'm not insinuating that you're old, but you know. No, I got it. I know where you're going. You didn't have to fill that younger. in. <laughs> Bastard. When I was younger, I think I had two films that I love. Of course, I love Star Wars when I was younger. Yes. I was blown away by Star Wars, blown away by Star Trek. I remember watching with my dad Bridge Over the River Kwai. Wow, yeah. And that was one of those kind of movies that was intellectually so far above yeah. me for that age. Yeah. But I just remember getting into the movie and be like, it was it. It took me away. Even as a kid, it held my interest. Yeah, I was a Goonies man. Remember Goonies? Oh yeah, I was. Hey, Goonies. you guys. I yeah, I know, but I look, I look like the Goonies, so I'm no, skipping over that. No, you don't. There's a lot to say now. <laughs> Thanks. Oh yeah, actually, I could be the Goonie. Yeah, yeah I know. And, Thanks. And favorite film now? Yeah. You think? Favorite film now? Um, Brotherhood. Yeah, <laughs> which, by the way, is number two, two in the box office. office. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I, I've, it's funny. I've had some some films that I absolutely love, and it's funny. I, I tend to go towards like uh, Eastwood. Oh, know, wow, my yeah, my favorite of all times, Unforgiven. Yeah, it's one of my favorite films because of the the character was so awesome. Because even though he's there and he's trying to change his path. 
but he's done Outlaw Josie yeah. Wales and Two Mules for Sister yeah. Sarah. So you had no problems accepting the fact of this character's past. Yeah. That William Moody was a bad son of yeah, a gun yeah, who tried yeah. to change his ways. And then Gene Hackman was so amazing being that bully and the way he went after English Bob and, you know, that the whole synergy they were doing there were where Gene Hackman was the aggressor. He yeah. was the intimidating one. He was the bigger alpha. Yeah. And then Eastwood's sick. He's got the flu. You know, the kid's trying to be like Eastwood, but does still has a soul. So, you know what I mean? Even though he shot the guy in the toilet, you find out that he's never killed anybody before. And he realizes he doesn't have that black heart to do it. So yeah. you see that human side, that human gambit. And then when Morgan Freeman gets killed and Eastwood has the drink. You see the change. I got goosebumps now. You <laughs> see the change come over his yeah. character where it's almost like, I'm done. I'm not playing around anymore. Yeah. And then you see how things change where Hackman, who was the bully, now ends up like all bullies. He's on the receipt because yeah. he ran into a bigger alpha. Yeah. Yeah. And you saw the fact that Eastwood didn't have any remorse. Yeah. He didn't have any soul. It was just, you're dealing with death and death has showed up and called your number. And I just, I love that movie for yeah. that. So, so that was my examination of Unforgiven. That's so, it was a little deep. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, previous film. What's your favorite previous film that you've done? Film that I've done. Actually, my best work now that it's that extensive. I love the work I just did with uh, the Soska sisters and Vendetta. It was kind of a, a quick movie. We shot it in three weeks, which is oh, fast. Right? Yeah. yeah, that was an opportunity. I worked with Dean Kane, who yes. I don't know if you guys know Dean, but he is absolutely amazing. I had my first death scene. And uh, we were running out of daylight, and it was the last shot of the day that we were doing that day when I die. We have one basic because of lighting. We have one, one shot, shot at it. There. One <laughs> shot at it, you know. And I've never died before. I've got, you know, all this stuff to do. And uh, so Dean ends up slicing my throat while I'm on top of him about to shoot him. He's yeah. got a knife hidden. And he cuts my throat. So I got to grab my throat and bleed and then fall off of him because at the end, because I had beaten his wife and killed her by hand and tortured him, I've been the bully. Now that my throat's cut and I'm bleeding out, the, the tables have turned. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be above me, put a bullet in my head, kill me. Yeah, yeah. Now I get to be afraid and vulnerable, yeah. which I haven't been the whole movie. Which you know as an actor, as an actor, that art to go from ah to afraid is, is cool. Yeah. But as I'm on top of him dying, I start to fall off and he holds my hip. So I, I'm wrestling. I get it. He's giving me the office. Yeah. And then when the time's right, he pulls on my jeans a little bit, and then I fall off yeah, of right. it. So then we finished the shot, and the girls were like, oh, that was awesome. That was perfect time. I was like, my man took care of me. Yeah, but yeah. he was that kind of giving actor. Like, it was a prison movie, and you know, it was low budget, but we did what we could do with it. But he did all of his own stunts. He took the beatings every day. Yeah. And it's really amazing because he set the tone of how a good lead actor sets a tone. 100%. Nice to everybody. Yep. Shows up on time. Can do attitude. Yep. Works his ass off. And the set was so amazing the way everybody worked hard because the lead actor set that yep. tone. And that was one thing I learned right away. Like, that's the kind of actor I want to be a guy that's that works with everybody, that says hello to everybody, that works well with everybody. And, you know, if you do have it's an attitude, me. you do have an attitude, you have it at home in the hotel room by yourself yeah. and you kick the shit out of the pillow at home. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, I enjoyed working with him so far the best. I mean, every experience is unique. When I did Knucklehead, Michael Watkins was directing that. Right. <laughs> My first director. Was Knucklehead the one where your character was a bit... I was a bit... I'd grown up in an orphanage. I yeah. wouldn't... I, you know, it's not like Tropic Thunder. It's not like... yes. It's not like Tropic Thunder. I didn't go full. Yeah. You know, but anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Michael Watkins, my first director, meeting with him, I'm 
can't meet Michael Watkins. He's you know Easy Rider. He's done all these amazing works at NYPD Blue yeah. and all these shows. He's I mean he's hell of a director. He's a little crazy, but hell of a director. Yeah. He comes in with a straight face. He says, "I got two rules: know your lines and show up on time." Yeah. And he walks out. Yeah. And I was like, "That's it? Oh my god!" So I'm, I I know this script. That's I know the fun. I know the DNA of this script. <laughs> like. I, we didn't have a title for the movie. It was called The Big Show Project. Yeah, we didn't yeah. even have a title for yeah. it yet. So then when I get on set with him, I spit the lines out, and he comes over, and he says, listen, you know the character. If some of the lines stain your teeth, which is a great line, yeah, he says, put it on how Walter would say it. And so be Walter. Yeah. You know Walter. Right. So then he was so kind. I was like, okay, where's that crazy guy? Three <laughs> weeks ago. This is cool. But at, with him, I learned a one T, two T, three T, four T shot. Yeah. He taught me all the a little creeps and Mickey Rooney and the yeah. Martin. Like I learned a lot of the lingo because I just sat next to him at the camera and learned. Yeah, right. So speaking of that, do you feel like, um, is there a director that you would absolutely love to work with? And learning so much from, as you just described, do you think directing one day, whether it be WWE programming or whether it be movies is something that you'd like to go into? Uh, I don't think I would have any aptitude whatsoever for being a director at this stage. I am so green. I wouldn't even want to try to venture into that field. Directors are amazing because they actually picture the entire movie in their heads. That's an ability that I don't know how, if I have to be able to do. The relationships they have with their crew to motivate their crew. Yeah. Um, which, you know, a movie is based on its crew. You live and die by how, your work efficiency of your crew. Okay. Um, I don't think I'd want to undertake that pressure. You know what I mean? Um, as far as directors, there's so many great directors out there. But, you know, you have your dream director. Yeah, I'd love to be directed by Clint Eastwood someday. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'd rather have I, – I, I wouldn't mind having a donut and a cup of coffee with Clint Eastwood. Yeah. I wouldn't mind scrubbing Clint Eastwood's toilet. I'm fine with whatever. I just <laughs> yeah. want to hang out with Clint Eastwood. Scrub, Eastwood. Scrub, scrub my toilet. Scrub my toilet. <laughs> yes, okay, sir. okay. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Glad to do it, sir. Glad to do that, sir. But, you know, I mean, you know, that's, that's one of those kind of things where um, you want to work I, – I mean, I'm open-minded. I want to work with anybody that will – uh, help me become the best actor that I can be, get the best performance that I can, yeah. and willing to take a risk on me. Because yeah. here's the thing, I'm very coachable. I've been an athlete my whole life. Yeah. So I'm used to running offenses, running defenses, whatever matches we need out there, hitting time cues. So I'm used to following directions and yeah. instruction. And I think that's one thing that I do bring to the table for a big guy is I'm very open with my other actors. I feed off the energy of my other actors that help me put me where I need to be. And when you get that synergy flowing, I'm – getting the cusp of it now but you can really see where great actors have that magic and it's, it's done right so that's the entertaining part for me that's the part that i want to be a part of and someday uh, maybe get into some live theater acting and stuff which is kind of like wrestling but theater yeah. i think would be good yeah. at, at well, some this point is one of the best theater shows we ever see yeah Aww, I think thanks Wendy mallard's a good buddy of mine she was a knucklehead uh she talked to me all the time um what was the movie she wanted me to redo uh, of mice and men Oh, wow. Yeah, she wanted wow. me. She says that would be a good one for me. And she said I would like theater acting because I'd have the, you know, when you're when you're in front of a crowd, you have the instant gratification of the yes. audience. Yeah. Films is completely different because yeah. you don't know you don't what know. you did. And there's some editor yeah, that's I picking know. something that he thinks is good because sometimes yeah. you watch and go, ah, that other one was better. Because yeah. I don't watch, I'm never, I'm not a watch my dailies kind of guy. Yeah. Because I wouldn't know if I did something right or wrong. Yeah. Anyway, I trust the director and my other actors, and 
my gut. And yeah. then watching again is not going to help anything, but keep me up all night questioning it, you know? But honestly, man, you know, I, this is like theater. I've done theater, you know, I've done theater, <laughs> did theater for years before I started making movies and directing movies and blah, 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 blah. If you yeah. think, you know, you're saying I'd love to do theater, you, you guys are doing it and doing it well. So oh, fantastic. I think you're probably yeah. a lot closer than you actually think. And you're performing tonight, aren't you? Yeah. Yes, I am. Big guy so, wearing spandex. Yay! And we we'll will spot you. We will watch yeah. you. Good so, deal. That's it. Man, thank, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Congratulations thank on your movie. You. Fantastic. You I look thank forward to catching it. Yes. I'll be uh, back in the States next week, so uh, we'll yeah. check it out. We'll see. Yeah. But thank you so much. Thank, thank you very you. much. Good luck. This has been Poobar. Back Row and Chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on Foobar Radio. Foobar Radio presents... Incorporated. Do you remember femidoms? I don't understand how it works. Can you read out some of the instructions? First of all, find a comfortable position for inserting the condom. Mm-hmm. Squatting or with one <laughs> leg raised on a chair. Imagine that, like when you're just about to go in and you see your you see your gal like squatting. One leg up on the chair, like she's yeah. about to sing an acoustic song. <laughs> and just dipping your head round the bottom. Can you get a femidom nah, and bring it in next week? Yeah, sure. Let me yeah, please, actually. Cancel the order mm-hmm. because apparently during sex they make of the rustling noise. Someone described it as fun with a windsock. Yeah. <laughs> Every Wednesday. Hayden Sylvester Incorporated. From 4pm on Fubar Radio. Woo, guys, we're back. We're back. That was, if you're just listening, that was mine and Noel's interview, second part of the interview with the wrestler, The Big Show. We went last week down to the O2 Arena. We watched the live show and we got to speak to him and he was a legend. So jealous. Right, we've got another legend in the studio now. We've got, finally, Doc Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, Woo, thank you so much for coming in. I feel feel like there's a lot of pressure on me now that I know the show's called Back Row and Chill. Like, what, what happens at the end of this show? Well... Exactly. You have to wait until. <laughs> you have to wait and find no, out. No one ever told me that. I mean, it's a, it's we like, were never well, boys like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, well, originally when we were like thinking up ideas for the show, Noel was like, "I think it should be called Fingered in the Back Row." I was like, "Wow, mm, okay, wow." No, I, I never think... knew that. That was like, yeah, there's, no, was... there's there's nothing left to the imagination. I know. Right I was like, no, At least Back Row and Chill. There's some kind of. Finger Subtext. in the back row, like, you know what you're getting. I was like, well, that, we, that's an option, Noel. Um, or we could maybe go for like Netflix and chill, kind of like a back row and chill. Mm. And then we, we, Were you the one that made that decision? You were the first one Well, I came, up with, I came up with back you row and chill. You can tell that Noel's my age, though, because fingered in the back row was definitely something we did in the 90s, you know? <laughs> 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 that, was def- that was definitely a pastime when you could still smoke in the cinema. Yeah, oh. man. Oh. Back in the Them day. Them days. What was your What was your local <laughs> cinema? Where did you go? Uh, the Odeon, uh, Wilsdon Lane. Um, it's on the corner of Wilsdon Lane and Kilburn High Road. It's, uh, yeah. it's like one of those mental churches slash bingos now. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah. I've seen them. Love places. Yeah. <laughs> it, got, it actually got shut down because there was like a rat infesta- infestation. In the cinema? Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, around about 92 or something like that, 93. Oh, it was the first place I ever saw. I saw my first 12. I saw um, Batman, uh, which actually was the first 12. That's how fucking old really? I am. Really? Batman the was the first 12, 12 ever. Yeah, first ever rated Whoa. 12. What was the first 12 you saw? Like, Did you ever sneak oh, in can't. under age of 12? No, because I was going to see 12s and 15s when I was 10. Because I just you saw were. the wheelchair and went... Let him through. How just can we, t- how can we tell? Yeah, they don't say shit to the wheelchair. They don't see nothing ever. to me. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, remember... I was buying fags at seven. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I remember when um, I saw, I think it was called The Perfect Storm, and I was 11 years old, and my mum took me, and she was so nervous about lying that mm. I was 12. And they, they didn't even ask my age, and she went, She is 12! She has 12, you know. I was like, Mum, keep some chill. I don't remember my first 12, but I remember my first 15, which was Found Destination. Ooh, at the cinema? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what my first 15 was. And, do you know what's weird? Is still, if I see something with a label 18, I go, mm, oh, not for me. Really? <laughs> yeah, because huh. if it's too violent, I'm just a bit like, eh. Love them ones. Like, horror film wasn't me. Imagine having a rat infestation in your cinema. That brings a whole new yeah, effect man. to a horror That's film. That's like horror I film live. I think she was just, you know, like, first, first and foremost, I mean, I, I know a lot of people that I meet now, in in this world of the media they you know they they maybe were born in the 80s but if you were a little kid in the 80s like i was shit that you remember like shit was just not it wasn't really built for like family friendly stuff or mm. like health and safety wasn't the yeah, uh, nope. uh, the utmost of, in people's You're minds smoking you know? on planes yeah like, we that didn't have, there weren't seat belts in the back of cars in the 80s do you know what I mean? Really? That, that sort of tells you everything you need to know about what adults, like where their focus was yeah. back then. Yeah, it's like, then. good luck, kids. You know? Yeah, good just crack luck. on. Brace yourself. As, yeah. long, as long as I survive, I'm the breadwinner, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Assume a cannonball position and I'll <laughs> yeah. good luck. <laughs> but, yeah, everyone's, everyone's got a bit too health and safety now. I think. Yeah, it's too, it's too yeah. far it's now. It's too, too far. Like, Because, you know, like, I, I, got, I got kids now and, uh, you know, I, I think the world is too, like, child centric yeah. you know mm-hmm. I, th- I think you you can't wrap kids in cotton wool they got uh, they got to experience the yeah. grit and the grime of life because totally otherwise agree. they're not ready for the world when when they should be yeah you know yeah. you don't want to you don't want to like wrap your kid in cotton wool and then they get to secondary school and they just get wailed on like every day it's because they just be don't know no about clue. the world they yeah, no they're not idea. ready yeah yeah totally so, agree with you. there you go i mean that's just my opinion i'm sure our listeners will have different ones but that's how I feel well if you do email us in we'd like to start a conversation <laughs> studio tell, at tell me how radio. irresponsible a parent you are email us <laughs> at, uh, studio at fubar, fubar.radio <laughs> whatever it is so you have recently been in a cinema movie yourself as well yeah my first my first big movie it's, it's, uh, it's an amazing moment for me really you know I know people say oh your life must have changed it doesn't really because nobody really watches shit anymore like <laughs> Everyone just passes by. Have you seen it? Nah, I was just watching this thing on Netflix or you whatever. Really, I'm you know. literally just going to go up and be an actor but now. You've thrown it for me. I'm like, oh, fuck <laughs> it. I'm not going to act but anymore. But from a, no like, gonna watch it. my own personal professional point of view from when I was a little kid, that was a dream, you know, to be on the red carpet and to be in a movie, a mainstream movie. Yeah. And, and, and that's happened now. And I feel like if I never do anything else ever, like I've, I've always done, got ticked that. ticked it off. Yeah, I've always got so that. So what movie, what was the movie that you were in? You were in? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's called Life, and, Life on the road um david brent life on the road it's one of those New kind Ricky of uh, yeah one of those like colon movies you know where yeah. you got like the first half of the name and then a colon and then the second half how did like, that come about you get into that and, and yeah. uh well me and ricky have been working together for about four years mm-hmm. um he saw me on youtube and and got my contact details and called me up the wonder of the modern age and i, I started opening for him at stand-up gigs and then Amazing. from that point you know when he realized okay yeah you are funny like we started having beers and stuff and talking about stuff and it was that time 2012 he was developing Derek yes mm. and uh, he Love was like that. look you know what I've I've written like two and a half episodes I need to write six and like I think like we should just somehow try and crowbar you into an episode like just work out a character that would work coming to the old people's home 
um, and we were on tour in uh, Scandinavia and, and he said look when we go back to London just come round and we'll, we'll, we'll put some ideas down come over for and it was, it was so surreal you know because mm-hmm. you know when the office came out and I was like whatever how old was I I mean wow, damn it's 15 years ago the office 15 years ago so really? I was like yeah. what 21, 22 yeah and you know at that age you see you see a a comedy that strong it's gonna live in the memory sure long and in fact it actually changed the nature of comedy there's still comic actors now that i see that i think yeah you're just doing gervais you're just doing you're just acting like everybody acted in the office which which gervais created so to meet him was one thing to to open for him at his gigs was another but then to come back to London and just like go around his house and just work out ideas <laughs> and for him to go what do you think of this what do you think of that it was insane. it was insane you Amazing. know um, but now yeah it's like four years later and we've worked on so many different things such together. a lovely it's, guy it's like second yeah that's that's the craziest thing because everybody's like he's so good at Brent he must just be Brent and it's just like no he's, he's just yeah. fucking good he's yeah. good I, I, my, I've he's been active for nine years now my first ever job was Life's Too Short which was Ricky Gervais and Warwick Davis uh, yeah of course and I, did, I did one of the episodes of that and um, talking to Ricky afterwards after we'd done the filming I was like 11 year old I was like really impressionable I was like wanting to get into acting he inspired me to keep going mm. and nine years I'm still here I'm still doing acting sure, I'm still sure. going hard and it was Ricky that helped me get there well he's you know uh, I think you know the fact that he pushes boundaries and you know he'll take the piss out of disabled he'll take the piss out of black people he'll take the piss out of religion yeah. he'll take the piss yeah. out of all of these things that we're a little bit sensitive about and the easiest thing to do is oh he's like a prick he's a prick <laughs> but maybe he's just starting a conversation because if you actually look at the people he's worked with and I include myself in this who else who else is just plucking like a, a, a black rapper comedian from obscurity and going yeah star in my movie do you know what I mean because <laughs> yeah. Ricky does, he doesn't really see people like that he understands how everybody else sees them yes. and he takes the piss out of that similar to how Sasha Baron Cohen used to do you know but maybe even a little bit more subtle because I I think there's still people who think oh think Ricky's just yeah, yeah you're they a dickhead don't understand sure, yeah. you're just being provocative for the sake of it I don't think he is I think he's opening up these discussions opening up these debates because it's an interesting thing it's an interesting thing. And what was it like filming the, the movie? Like, were you, was it where were you filming, and what was your role? Well, I mean, first and foremost, that movie was probably at, the, at that stage. I, I, you know, I got a firm foot in the sort of TV door, and I was doing a lot of drama and a lot of comedy. And it's probably my fourteenth or fifteenth time on on a set, you mm-hmm. know, shooting um, continuously. And it was easily, and to date is easily the most fun I've had on a set, because first, f- firstly, Ricky doesn't work beyond like four p.m. <laughs> well, so he, he just he just wants it. to go Fuck home. He just home. wants to go home, and the industry just loves him for that. They they love him for that. You finish early, you start late. He <laughs> never does more than a couple takes of anything because he just doesn't want to kill the, the laughter, yeah, yeah. the moment. So there's a lot of improv, there's a lot of messing around, um, but you still feel like there's somebody in charge here who knows what he wants. Mm. So when he, you do two takes and he's like, I got it, you're like, oh. Hey, but then when you get used to it, you're like, no, he knows, he knows. And it, it made for a really fun set, you know. 
all the uh, all like the beers you see me and the band drinking in the film they're all real beers you know like we just we just had a ball man <laughs> we had an absolute ball from start to finish and that was largely Ricky's direction I would say I heard that's called a wet take if wet you, take uh, wet take yeah, yeah if you do uh, like wet rehearsals and wet take if you use yeah. actual alcohol mm-hmm. um, I think yeah if you're ever doing a show or a scene I think you should always just do a wet take just why not exactly <laughs> why the hell not even if it's, there isn't supposed to be alcohol in that scene you should <laughs> yeah. it's you know, like I mean, Holby City why not <laughs> yeah just carry your baby a, down the stairs it's <laughs> a weird thing acting because you should always know what you're doing and you should always be prepared mm-hmm. but at the same time you can also be over prepared and you can also know too much and when you know too much and you're over prepared I don't know if I buy your performance as much because it feels like you're doing all the acting yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean you're doing all the acting you've, you've researched you've studied you've learnt your lines to a T and that's all good but sometimes the most natural thing is just your instant reaction yeah and the reason that you might have seen people, and I include myself in this, in Gervais projects, where they're brilliant in the Gervais project, and then they're kind of okay in other stuff, is because Gervais will, like, I mean, he employed that whole mock documentary concept of mm. the interview, you know. So as a director, he'll sit there by the side of the camera and just ask you questions and get you to react yeah. naturally and you know it's a comedy so you're trying to be funny but whenever like there were days when I sort of manufacture a line in response to him and he just go nah nah man yeah. I don't want your I don't want your flipping pre-prepared jokes like just react and yeah. so he'd ask me harder and harder questions that I hadn't prepped for and then when you just stop being nervous and you just answer them there's always that one it the just... comedy comes out but also you're not acting because you just haven't you. got time to even think about yeah. that so you're just like, let me get the voice of the character, and that's all you're focused on, just maintaining the character's voice, and that's it. I love that. And it's quite an interesting technique, actually. Just be. Yeah. Just I mean, the, the, look at the band in that film. None of them are actors. They're actual musicians, and he got them acting before they even realised what was happening. Mm. Mm. So on the, in the future, on the cards, would you want to you wanna do more? I mean, I know you've ticked off. You've got it ticked in the bag now, but... Do you want to go back? Have you? No question. I, I would absolutely love it. I mean, I've had so many amazing offers and auditions since since the movie, which is really exciting. And I'm going for as many as I can. Um, nothing is guaranteed in this business. No. You never know how long you're going to yeah. be working Such for. Such a so, fickle business. Yeah. It's so you make you make hay while the sun shines. You know. Exactly. So for for now, a hundred percent. If there's more out there. I will do it, you know, and then I will pale into obscurity, just like everybody else. Right, <laughs> gentlemen, I have got uh, a movie quiz, because we played a movie quiz last, last week with the Man's on the Wall boys. Right. And it was fun, so I've, I've prepared some more questions for you guys. So um, I don't know what the answers are to this, do I? No. No, I did not no. see it. And you've prepared a couple of questions <laughs> I've got as well. two here. Okay. Just so I can play, otherwise I just realised that I don't get to play. Right. Otherwise so I'm he's just got two for you. So I, I've got two he's for both He's got two for both oh, right, We're going okay. to like work okay. out this. It's like a triangle. Yeah, sure. a triangle going on here. It's, got this tri- it's a theme triangle, isn't it, in this show? Threesome. Ding! Back row. Right, okay. With Jack's triangle. Okay, right, first question. So I think maybe we should do some sort of uh, whoever gets it first could maybe do a buzzer sound. Should we make up our own buzzer sounds? Yeah. Okay. That could be quite fun. Be whatever. What, what are you going to go for, Dot? Um... What what do I have? I don't know what I've got on my sleeve. I'll go for the uh, I'll go for the the, the Cameron Fry Ranger up. I'll go for the. 
Love that. That would be my sound. Beat that. What's yours? <laughs> I can't beat that. I still can't beat one. Just, okay. Um, what about? I know, I know, I know. It's really annoyingly. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, okay. that's mine gone, yeah. We digress. The first, the first question of Johanna's amazing movie quiz that she got from the internet <laughs> is um, In Star Wars, what is the name of the Emperor? Never seen it. You've done. Oh. Well, take a guess. Take a whack at the it. Em- yep, yep. <laughs> it's not. It's not quite abrasive enough. That sound. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, do we? It needs to be like anything. Then? I think okay. it's. I think it's something like Palatine or Paladine or Palatine or Palatine. It's, something like okay, that. Okay, I'm gonna give it to you. It's Palpatine. I knew it was something Emperor like Palpatine. that. Emperor Palpatine. Woo! We got That's that's no, partial right. credit. We got. Yeah, you get that. One get point that. to you. Okay, uh, here's the second question. And you guys can play along when you're at home if you you can like email us in. If you got it right. If you got it right, or just. <laughs> Know, see what you know. Uh, second question: First female monster to appear in a movie. What was the first female monster? Female monster oh to God. appear in a movie. Have a little think about that while I play some eerie music. Oh, yeah. What have we got? What have we got? I'm going for Alien. Ooh. The alien and alien. Yeah, it was a female. Yeah. Um, no, we, it's much further back than that. It's actually the Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, of course. Okay. Was the first female yeah, see, monster. I, w- I wasn't classing her as a monster. That was a problem. Okay, that's all right. Okay, question number. I think if you have the hots for someone, you can't describe them as a monster. Maybe you can. She's pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. I've got to say. Um, who dies in the fourth Harry Potter movie? I've never seen. I that know, show. I know, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> who who dies? Cedric Diggory. He does. Cedric I've never seen Diggory. Harry Potter. You know? <gasps> don't, 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 Doc. Okay, because we became friends. Just <laughs> don't ruin I'm that the match of a fan. I've of never Harry seen one. But then, uh, you know, I've really? never seen Game of Thrones. You know, I'm just oh, one I've of never those seen guys, Game of Thrones. You know? Actually, uh, you know what it is? It. I just don't. I don't do elves and gnomes and wizards and shit like I that. Don't I don't do wizards. Don't. No, wizards, oh, no. gnomes. Yeah, uh, goblins. I'm not. I'm not interested in that. No. That's class. All right. Okay. Well, all I say is that you're missing out because Game of Thrones and Harry Potter is one of my top favorite all-time fun things. Just pass me by, man. I know what to tell you. Okay. So then maybe you're not going to get this uh, Mm. next. Okay. Oh, here we go. Okay. This is a movie quote from a film. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me what film and who said it? Follow the spiders. Why couldn't it be follow the butterflies? I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I'm out of this round. That's Ron Weasley in Harry Potter. In which film? Second film. Well done! Okay. Two Harry Potter questions in a row. I literally remember that. Okay, I've got another scene. uh, Fifth question. It's a famous movie quote. Okay, it's, Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Oh, come on. Yeah, go on, go on. Uh, Gone with the Wind. Yes! Okay, tables are turning. It's okay. <laughs> what's, the, what's the score now? Like 3 1? I, I feel like it's quite even because of the Harry Potter. Yeah, you guys are oh, like two, 2 2. Didn't I? It's yeah, like so neck and neck and neck. Okay, yeah. this, is, this was quite quite hard though. Okay. Uh, which two actors directed themselves in movies and won Best Oscars? we got to gotta give you both. There's two of them that did it, but if you, know, if you get one of them, I'm going to give you the point. I know, I know, I know. So they directed themselves um, and won the best Oscar. Right. Wow. I think I might have an answer. Go on, take a whack. Clint Eastwood? I was going to go for Clint, yeah. Mm. Clint Eastwood? Um, Jodie Foster. Actor. It's a oh, male. male. It is a male. Hmm. Right. Was Clint Eastwood not right then? Nope. No. It's a little bit older than that. It's an old Orson Welles. Oh. Well, 
Close it, Laurence Olivier. Hi. <sighs> he directed course. himself and won an Oscar, which is like shaking your own hand, isn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was amazing. You were amazing. I love that that way of putting it. I just it. like, it's like to thank shaking your own myself. Hand. I'd like to thank myself <laughs> for directing myself, and I couldn't have done it without me. I couldn't have done it without me. <laughs> that is the ultimate speech, isn't it? I just like to say I couldn't have done it without me. You know you bossed your fucking life when you can say Good that on night. stage. Well, that was amazing. I think I, uh, I wanted. I think Doc actually won that one. Sorry, uh, no, Doc won, won that one. That was straight. I don't know. I didn't get the right answer. So. But no, that's, <laughs> thank you so much for coming. We're coming to close the show already. How did that? Yeah, Two hours just so quizzed well, quick. by. Um, we've got loads of people emailing in being like so excited that you're here, Doc. Oh, they so they loved you in Brent. Uh, he was the best for real. That was from George. Thanks, George. Other one saying, Doc Brown's back, yes! And where shall I go on holiday in November? Wow, what? <laughs> that's what weird, a specific question to ask me, That's a very specific question, Chrissy. Um, Cyprus. Um, Cyprus. Um, I don't know. Is that I, I'll tell you what, I went to a little island... Um, upstate New York called Shelter Island, um, which is part of Long Island. It's part that of that little series like a of islands. Movie. Yeah, Island. it's not. It's it's no. the complete opposite. Oh, okay. If you could, if you can work that out, Chrissy, it's it's a trip that you'll never forget. Shelter oh. Island, Long Island, upstate New York. There you go, Chrissy. Answers Boom. Your question. Well, thank you so much, Doc. Jack, Pleasure. thanks for coming down. More than welcome. An amazing show. I'm going to finish on my favourite song from the Brotherhood soundtrack. It's from Mr. Stormzy himself. I call him Mr. Stormzy. Mr. Stormzy. Mr. Stormzy. Mr. S. I actually, I called him Mr. Stormzy when I met him. Hello, Mr. Stormzy. No Hello, way. No. Did you say that? Yeah. Well, no, actually, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, later on, we're mates now, but... Um, Mr. Stormzy. Mr. Stormzy. Mr. Stormzy. But this is the song Brotherhood from the film Brotherhood. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. We'll see Cheers. you next Friday, 4 p.m., back row and chill. See you later.